Welcome back to Girls Gone Tired with Riley and Sam, and Happy New Year, bitches. Happy New Year! Hopefully you're not as tired as you were last year, but I'm sure <laughs> nothing has changed with that. So Sam, let's start with you. What's your tired scale this week? I actually am not as tired as last year, so go me. Oh my god, same! <laughs> so far. I mean, it's January 9th, so... <laughs> Um, for one weekend right exactly um <laughs> you know you know it's funny even though new year's doesn't feel how it used to feel remember when you used to get so excited for new year's and like you'd make big plans yes. and you'd be looking forward to it now i'm like in bed by 9 30 don't give a shit it's just another day but i will say a little piece of me i think subconsciously is like new slate you know because i've been just feeling real pumped this week like i'm just like anything is possible <laughs> <laughs> That same thing with me, and we'll kind of get into, like, reflecting on last year compared to this year, but same. Like, this week starting out, I have so much energy, and I'm just, like, so ready to take on this year. And to be honest, I've never done, like, a New Year's resolution or anything like that, Mm -hmm. but this is the first year where I'm like, no, I'm getting shit done. Good for you. This is happening, and I'm not letting anything get in my way. And it's actually been working, and I actually feel more energetic. So we should I'm do like a monthly check that mindset. I, you know what I think has been working for me is like having things to work towards, like long term. Like yeah, taking down Christmas decorations was a thing. And okay, I just did that right before we started podcasting I did mine yesterday. So <laughs> it's like okay, it's time. But the depression you feel. When the dire- like the decorations go away, it's really sad to me. I know. I'm like, wow, I have nothing in this house. I know it <laughs> like, makes it feel so I need empty more decor. and sad. It really does. It's like, why does it feel so naked? I don't like it. Yeah, it's funny because normally I'm like, I'm keeping my stuff up till the end of January, but there's just there's like this switch that flips, and you're like, ugh, I don't want this up anymore. <laughs> um right you're like okay it's time to get my life together and having Christmas stick around is not working yeah you know I'm actually really surprised though that I have the energy that I have this week because we just got back from a trip to California and I like fully let myself adjust to Pacific time and then the day before we came back I ate something I realized I wasn't supposed to and like if you eat it it supposedly has a higher risk of miscarriage and so I was like panicking the night before our flight no, it's okay. Um, and then um, I was like, what is that? Um, but anyways, so I was panicking the night before our flight. I slept 15 minutes before our flight. The next day, I still couldn't sleep. I don't know if it's the pregnancy insomnia or what. And I'm just like running on this high for some reason. And I have no idea why. And I guarantee tomorrow is going to be when it fades because I have a, an anatomy scan at 7 a.m., and like I need to be up early, I guarantee that's the one day where it's gonna be like ten out of ten tired. <laughs> what is an anatomy scan? Like I've heard that recently. Like people I follow with their podcasts and stuff, they've been talking about getting an anatomy scan. I'm like, what is that? Because I so, feel like a lot of people don't pregnant? talk about. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it might be something totally different for them. Um. Yeah, so it's basically just like a really long ultrasound where they do like 3D imaging of every piece of your baby. So like their heart, their limbs, everything. It takes like 45 minutes. 
Um, but you get images of literally their whole body. It confirms that their spine's good, their heart's good, all of that stuff is like functioning and working. So oh, it's exciting. Okay. You do you like the ultrasounds or I do. Is it not like uncomfortable or anything? Well, the first one when you're early, it's transvaginal. So they put a Ugh, yeah no they tried to do it over the stomach but they can't because the baby's so tiny they can't find it so right. uh, they had to go in and that's just never super fun um, but right. after the first one it's fun because it's just your stomach um, but I'm really excited for this one because you're supposed to feel your baby's heartbeat flutters anywhere between 16 and 20 weeks typically or 20 weeks on Thursday haven't felt him so I'm like what the fuck what is he doing in there like is, is he alive <laughs> but I have an anterior placenta so the placenta is like at the front of my stomach so that's probably why I can't feel him but it's like I just want to know Ew. he's okay so right I know I heard a lot of pregnancy is just every day wondering if your baby's okay yeah it's dying and it's that's kind of sad and dark but that's what a lot of people say they're like every day you wake up and you're just like is this normal because there's like something new that happens to your body constantly and you're just like is this normal or is this not something that should be happening well and in the second trimester you start to feel more normal so you're like okay at least in the first when I was sick I was like I know he's using me for whatever he needs but like (laughs) when I feel good and I don't feel him I'm like what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah. Is good. he? Does he move a lot? Like, do you feel him move a lot? Yeah. I don't feel him not? move. <laughs> I was Wait, just saying, don't. I don't feel him move. Oh, I thought you were saying like you don't feel his heart. Or no. something. <laughs> I was like, I just told you I don't feel him. <laughs> and they're like, well, do you feel him a lot though? <laughs> So no, the answer is never. <laughs> okay, sorry. That's okay. It's just a, you know, the brain, has, the brain has left the station tomorrow, not today. Well, because today tomorrow I'll know like, he's okay. Today no. it's like, well, you may have like, just... bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, I hope everything goes well with that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> All right, tell us why your brain's left. How tired are you? Brain's left the building, oh. not why it's left in your head. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually at like a one. I don't even really think I'm tired at nice. all. Like I feel so refreshed. Like I was telling you earlier, I feel like I have died and come back to life. And you know what's funny when you said every, you felt like you died and came back to life, I didn't take that as refreshed. So I'm glad you clarified. No, I yeah, I honestly this past week has been the worst week of my life, and I'm pretty sure this happened to us last year for New Year's because we went to visit our family in Vegas and like Havasu, and then we came back, and I'm pretty sure both of us were sick, mm-hmm. and. It's always the worst because at the end of the year, I get so excited for the new year and I'm like, wow, like I'm going to have my shit together because we get, we always take like a long vacation Mm -hmm. and we take at least three days to rest when we get back so that when we go back into work and everything like that, like we're fully refreshed. So I was super excited for that because that was our time we were supposed to plan for the wedding and get everything situated and just be on top of our shit. So we start the year out good. Yeah. 
And of course, we come back and I would say the last two days that we were on vacation, I woke up and I was like, ooh, I do not feel good. And like, you know, when you get that little scratch in your throat and you're like, no, 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 like Mm -hmm. just the allergies, go away, please. Like do not stay. Well, it just kind of progressively got worse. So when we flew back, like the day we got back, I was in bed all day, truly felt like I was going to die. Like I was sleeping 24 hours straight. Like I was so exhausted, so tired. And my body was just like it felt like it was killing me and I had the worst stomach pains in the world so like yeah. I thought for a second I had appendicitis because I was like all right something is fucking bursting inside me <laughs> and this is not okay and then luckily like that went away but like every day was just a new symptom and I was like fine I'm gonna take a COVID test more so so I could work from home Yeah, because <laughs> I was like, I do not want to fucking go into the office for this. And um, I really didn't think I had COVID, but with being sick, I also was late. And so I kind of convinced myself that I didn't have COVID, but I was probably pregnant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, like, I kind of just sat with it by myself and didn't, like, talk about it to Gary or anything. I was just like, I'm just going to not say anything because you know how, like, when you get sick, it could, like, push you back a couple yeah. days. Um, So it took a really long time for my COVID test to come back. I think it was, like, two days. So I had to go into the office, which – Wait, you did, like, one so- of the professional ones where you go to, like, Walgreens or something and they do the swab and – like I went to my doctor's. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you didn't. They why didn't you they just told do me the to do the home? because I ordered it and for some reason something about the government self home tests when you order them they never come to my house. Like hmm. I've ordered it twice now and I've never received them. Gotcha. So I don't really know what's going on with that, but yeah. So I scheduled the appointment and then like. I went in and the lady even told me, she's like, I don't think you have COVID. And I was like, okay, that's fine. (laughs) So like she said, I don't think you have COVID. And I was like, whatever. And then my boss, so like people were going on vacation, people were working from home, like all this crap. So it wasn't really a work week that I could miss. Like I couldn't not go in. And also I had no more PTO because I used it for all our vacation. And so I was like, okay, well, I have to go in. Like, I can't let them down. And so I went in to work and, like, my manager didn't seem concerned. He knew I took a COVID test, like, the day before or whatever. Didn't really say anything. Yeah. And then I went home and, like, the whole time I was like, I'm going to die. Like, this is it. And then I got a call at, like, 10 at night. And my doctor's like, so, um, yeah, you have COVID. And I was like – Great. Like, here we go again. Round two. I'm freaking over this. And then he was like, yeah, but like the good news is, is like you probably aren't going to die from it because you're young and you're healthy. So that's a weird thing to say. (laughs) Right. And I always have these weird interactions with these doctors that call me like 
and say things over the phone that they probably shouldn't. (laughs) So this was just another one of those. And he was just like, yeah, so like take some Tylenol, get some rest, whatever. And I was like, all right. So luckily I was able to work from home the rest of the week. But Which is what you wanted. (laughs) Yeah, it it was so bad though. Like that COVID experience was way worse than my first COVID experience. Like, isn't it interesting how different they can be? Like, the yeah, like the, the same. F- right. The first one, I just like felt tired, and I slept probably like forty-eight hours straight, and I had like a little tickle in my throat, and then I just had like the taste and smell. Mm-hmm. This time, I had like the worst stomach pain in my life. Like again, I thought I had my appendix bursting. Yeah, and. It, it was just painful. Like my body hurt everything and I was just like, I'm never going to get better. And no one fucking cared. Like I would try to tell people because I was like making mistakes at work, not able to focus. I was just like struggling hardcore. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I'm still working from home and I'm still like online. But like don't ask extra of me when I'm sick yeah. especially when I always go above and beyond to like help people it's like okay like you know I'm sick right this like stop stop putting more pressure on me stop stressing me out and like oh there was just so much stress last week and then same with Gary like he wasn't sick so he wasn't really understanding when I was telling him that I was sick and I was yeah. like you don't understand I'm literally dying <laughs> like I'm going to die yeah so it's hard for people to empathize I mean I feel the same with like even pregnancy Mason gets like Mason's been super good with me throughout the whole pregnancy but he'll um be like I'll I'll say like I'm nauseous I'm sick I don't feel good my stomach hurts and he's like I know and I'm like okay but I talk about it because you don't understand it's like all consuming like it's hard for me to focus on something when I feel like I'm gonna puke all the day you like they right I get where they're coming from because it's like they're not in that position so it is hard for them to like they're just like okay I get it like I'm sorry let's move on their sympathy but it's like it's hard for me to talk about anything else when I feel like shit (laughs) right and like I'm not really one of those people that I don't want to talk about being sick Mm -hmm. like I and I don't want you to talk to me consistently like I just want to be left alone I just want to do my work get in get out or like do chores around the house don't really bother me but I feel like people like gravitate towards me when I'm not feeling well and Mm -hmm. they like just want to get under my skin so I was like ready to lose my shit last week and I thought it was never gonna end and then luckily this week Starting fresh, I feel like I have so much energy. Like, do you remember? I don't know if this was you, but like when I was 21 and I would drink all night, I would wake up the next day like so like eyes wide open, ready for the day, like so awake. And that's why I love drinking because I was like, (laughs) oh my God, like it feels – I feel great the next day. And then obviously you get older and you're like, okay, this isn't anymore. (laughs) This does not work. But, like, that's how I feel. That was I definitely like, me at 21. The, the 17-year-old me, yeah, I could wake up and I felt ready to take on the world. But that, like, came and went <laughs> so fast. That lasted for me until I was, like, 23. But, yeah, that's how that I feel right sense. now. Like, <laughs> I'm, like, so awake and so, like, okay, it's time to get my shit together. 
I've been like cooking every day this week and I'm just like, all right, this feels so good to be normal again. So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) See, it's funny because I was like, oh, I have so much hope for this year. And then as you were talking about being productive, I was like, I'm tired. (laughs) Like not tired right now, but I'm like, I don't want to be productive. I don't want to have routines again, but it's important. Life's hard, dude. It really is. And I feel like this year is just about like, I mean, it's my last year in my 20s. Like, I feel like I have to have my shit together. And especially with the wedding at the end of the year, I'm like, fuck, like, there's no excuses. No one's actually going to plan this for me. Like, I have to plan this. It's not one of those things that you can just be like, ah, if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Right. Like, I'm like, no, I actually have to do all the steps. So uh, that's why I feel like I have to be on my shit because I'm like, this is happening whether I like it or not. Like, we're locked into this date and fuck. There's pros and cons to that though. You know what I mean? Because when you have something like that that you're set, like you have to keep moving forward because you've already booked things or you've told people about it. It's kind of nice because it's like you're held accountable. It's like basically having a personal trainer. Like, you have to show up because you already paid the guy. Like... <laughs> Right. <laughs> That's that for life. Like, at least it keeps you accountable. But the, uh, I mean, the hard part is it's like, that's a lot of fucking pressure. And for me, when I have something that's like scheduled or booked, I can't not think about it. So like, I can't truly relax in the sense that like, if I'm laying on the couch watching a show, I'm thinking about all the things that I'm not doing for this event. You know right. what I mean? So Right. And you're like constantly curse. making list in your head like oh I have to do x y and z but at first I have to do this to be able to do that and then I literally have like lists laying around the house everywhere in all these different notebooks because I'll just think of something while I'm doing something else and I write it down and I'm like oh my god like there's way too much and what do you do first and what do you do second and it's yep. just exhausting. I did the same thing, but I text it. myself my lists. <laughs> oh, see, I'm not like a digital person. Like I have to handwrite everything. I don't like. No, I get like, where you're nothing from. will come to me if I'm looking at it on a computer. It will just go through my eyes and out my head. No, so I'm actually right there with you. But I so like I'll text myself. This is what happens. Like if I'm laying in bed and I'm like, shit, I forgot to think about this. I'll text myself reminders for the next day and then I write it in my planner so I can cross it off because that's the only way. I'm the same way, dude. I don't know how these people do. Like, my (laughs) sister's really good about, like, calendars and shit on her phone and I'm like, on her phone. it doesn't feel like it doesn't stick for me. Same with, like, books. It's like I have to, like, hold it. I know you don't read, but (laughs) you know what I mean? No, I'm the same way. Like, it doesn't feel like it's really happening unless it's written down on a piece of paper versus like the internet yeah it just feels like it could be lost on the internet (laughs) right and even like recipes like it has okay the recipe has to be like typed out but it has to be printed out for me to feel good gotcha i actually can do online looking at it but (laughs) i hate looking at it on the phone like i want like a paper copy in front of me so I yeah. don't have to like keep refreshing my screen and shit like that. You really are an old soul. I am. <laughs> and I'm getting like the older I get, 
the more I'm into old stuff versus new stuff. Like I used to always be like modern, 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 no old music, no old shows, nothing old. Like mm-hmm. if it happened before my time, I don't want to hear about it. I the don't want to talk about it. I don't want to see old, it. So you're part of it. You used exactly. to be modern and now you're old. I literally now am obsessed with period pieces. So like obviously Bridgerton is like the main one that like people watch, but like Downton Abbey and Buccaneers <laughs> and like all these shows I've just gotten into and I'm obsessed with them. And like Gary's just like, what is your problem? Like you used to freak the fuck out if a show was on from 2004 and now you're like going back in time and like watching shows back in time. <laughs> He's like, who are you? I'm like, I don't know. You've aged same a with lot. like music. <laughs> I know. Same with music though. I'm like discovering these songs that like obviously our parents grew up listening to. And I'm like, this is amazing. And Gary's like, this has been around for 50 years. <laughs> like, Dude, I do feel like it, it's happened for us. And like, I mean, like it as in like, we are done. We're not trendy. Like we're, we no. are outdated. We will continue to be outdated. Like the, the ship has <laughs> sailed. I, and it's funny because I see people like that. I even like we're in my graduating class who are still pretty trendy and like wearing like the cargo pants and like, I don't know what else is trendy, you know, like they're doing the trendy (laughs) stuff. And I'm like, props to you for being able to maintain it this long. I've lost it. Like I truly, I bought cargo pants and don't know what to wear them with. So that's that. Like I just, it's done. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've moved on. I can't do it anymore. (laughs) Yeah. I have no interest in being, like on trend at all I'm like I like what I like and (laughs) I'm gonna stick with it but the one thing I am trying to change this year it's like my pretty much my new year's resolution is cooking more and Mm -hmm. like forcing myself to eat foods that I don't normally eat because that's pretty much the only way that I will introduce like a new food into my diet is by forcing myself to eat it even when I hate it. And then eventually like I'll just end up liking it. So I've been like cooking at home more and I'm just trying to like find new recipes that we can make new foods because me and Gary are very limited. Like Mm -hmm. we do not venture out at all. And I'm like hopefully that's like the one thing that changes this year because – your food palette like it sucks that you're born just the way you are with food you know like and it it's you either like food or you don't like certain foods and based off of how you grew up too mm-hmm. is what is ba- is like what you like and well, it's like I don't want my kids in the to womb. not like seafood yeah what they even say in the womb so like I'm already teaching my kid like his palate because it's what I introduce him to, even when he's in the womb, which is not good for him. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it starts early. It sucks, too, because it's like I grew up on ketchup on my spaghetti and it's like <laughs> no one, no one else is like that. I eat uh, like, pork chops with that's ketchup the palate. and steak with ketchup. I did too, but I feel like that was more of like a 90s thing, wasn't it? Maybe. Like I feel like a lot of kids grew up with ketchup with their steak. Really? Maybe I'm wrong. 
Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I, <laughs> I just know that's catch not up on everything. People do not do that now. <laughs> no, it's definitely like disgraceful if you disgraceful. Ask for that's ketchup. intense. <laughs> Oh, my brain's not working. It's the only word I could think of. I thought it was a pretty good word for your brain not working. <laughs> like, what's another word besides disgraceful? It's Catch like, up on your steak. Frowned upon. Um, it's. I feel like I have something. In it's my like head. not allowed. <laughs> I don't know what the word is. I feel like there's. It's like at the tip of my tongue. Right. It's like something that's Dis- not. It's like disrespectful. But it's not <laughs> disrespectful. It's. Honestly, well, now I can't cu- stop thinking about disgraceful. <laughs> it's frowns. Yeah, we get it. We get the point. <laughs> if you think of the word, comment on I our will. Instagram and let us know. <laughs> yeah, no. This is going to really bother me. I know. When I said disgraceful, I was like, that's not the word I meant, but whatever, we'll go with it. I like disgraceful, and now I'm like, there is a better word. What is it? Um, English is hard. <laughs> Ow! I just got a Charlie horse in my foot, dude. I had a cramp the other day in my foot, and it would not go away, and it was lasting for like twenty minutes. Ooh, another example of when Mason was like, "I know you have a cramp," and like didn't give a shit. And do you know how painful <laughs> foot cramps are? Is that what a Charlie yeah. horse is? I don't know what a Charlie horse is. Yeah, it's a foot it's cramp. Like a cramp. Oh yeah, that yeah. sucks. That's terrible. It's you get like it in like your pain. legs. Your legs and your feet and, like, your toes crinkle up. <laughs> yeah. I told Mason that childbirth could not be worse than a foot cramp because foot cramps are literally the devil. They really are, and I get them every time I drink now. Like, if I don't drink enough water before bed, I'll wake up in the middle of the night with a Charlie horse, like, in my leg or in my foot. And every time I'm like, motherfucker, like, just end, please. Yeah. It's the scariest thing. All right, well, on that note, should we get into this week's episode topic? Yep, let's do it. You have to sing it back. I can't sing. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make me. (laughs) You're doing great. I've gotten into a really bad habit of just singing all the time like that. Like, even at work with, like, leaders. I'll be in a meeting and I'll be like, okay, let's get into it. <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that? That's painful. Do they? Are you me? drinking alcohol right now? No, cucumber water. Mm. <laughs> new year, new me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just not drinking regular water out of my Stanley mm. cup. <laughs> You're just a regular girl. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty basic. Yeah. <laughs> and you're a cool girl. All right, this week's episode, what do you want to talk about this week? The new year, baby. The new year, new you. I mean, say me. (laughs) Besides being old and decrepit. (laughs) See, decrepit was the perfect word there. I don't even know what that means. Decrepit? Yeah. You don't know what it means? No. Are you Googling? I'm trying to get to the the definition oh. of a person, elderly and infirm, worn oh, out okay. or ruined I- because of age or neglect. Oh, wow. 
<laughs> That's a sad word. Decrepit. Do you know I was on the spelling bee in fifth grade? Really? Mm-hmm. Like you made it far or you just made it into like the auditorium? Well, I made it into the spelling bee. <laughs> I still remember the word I got out on and I actually don't know if I could spell it now. What word? Admonition. I don't, I've never even heard that word, so I don't know. Ad, I still don't, I don't know what it means. I don't know. I truly don't know if I could spell Admonition. it. Admonition. Who was learning words? In fifth grade like that. Clearly <laughs> not me because I got out on it. <laughs> it's the act or action of admonitioning, authoritative counsel or warning. So, you know, synonyms, yeah, reprimand. I didn't even know they really did spelling bees. What school did you go to? I mean, I, at the time I was at a Christian school, a private school. Oh, that makes more sense. We were bored. They actually put education first. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Because we were always behind. <laughs> All of the private school folks were always behind. You want to know how I know I'm getting really? old? I use the word folks now all the time. <laughs> all the time. <laughs> Anyways, all the private school kids, when we transferred to Earhart, the middle school, we were always behind. So That's crazy. Because I feel like I didn't learn shit. <laughs> because you weren't reading (laughs) true so (laughs) never read Mm -hmm. that's probably part of it hey i graduated so that says something all right well new year new you same you new year same you yeah what's your new year's resolution or do you I, even do New Year's resolutions? I have. And I've been pretty good about them in the past. Like one time I told myself I was going to read at least a book a month. And I think I did more mm-hmm. than that or something. Or read every day, 30 minutes every day. That's what it was. Um, So I've been pretty good about them. But this year, I just felt like with having a baby, I didn't need a New Year's resolution. Because like, I don't even know what my life's going to look like come May, potentially June. So what am I supposed right. to do? Like tell myself. I can't. Well, and goals. it's interesting to think that your like your life is over and you're now <laughs> going to be <laughs> living for another human. Like you know how the shift you go from being super selfish and like only doing things for yourself to like never thinking about yourself and only doing things for your baby. You're saying all the wrong things the, today. <laughs> You have that to look forward to this year. Okay, on the note of people saying the wrong things to pregnant women, though, I'm going to just give our listeners advice. Did I give this advice last year? Who knows what happened last year? No, I didn't. I didn't. Wait, maybe I did. I don't know. If I did, then listen again because it's important. Do not ever tell a pregnant woman she has pregnancy brain. A pregnant woman can say that about herself. But you should never, ever, ever say that to a pregnant woman. And even if I told you guys this last year, I've had more than one person do it to me since. It is the most insulting thing in the whole world because you literally just become your child. And you lose all independence. Your whole being is about this child. Even your brain. If you mess something up, it's not a mistake. It's pregnancy brain. (laughs) Fuck you. Don't say it. Just don't say it. (laughs) I agree. Yeah. I mean, that's what Gary does to me all the time. I mean, he tells I'm not you pregnant. Pregnancy brain. <laughs> no, but he says I'm like Finding Nemo. 
And he's like, oh, there you go again. You have your 22nd brain. And I'm like, okay, I can say that I forget things, but you cannot (laughs) say that I forget things. (laughs) Because it's really annoying when you do remember things and they're like, that's not how that happened. It's because of this. And you're like, no, actually it's not because that is how it happened and fuck off. (laughs) Yeah, let's just this year, 2024, let's hold off on making comments on other people's brains. (laughs) I do have a question that I'm curious about with being pregnant and you just visited your family. Do people touch your stomach without like asking? And is that weird to you? But they will. They will. I know because I've done it to people. So <laughs> not like strangers, but like my friends, friends or something. Yeah. She was pregnant last March and like I hadn't seen her in months. So like as soon as I saw her, I was like, oh, and like put my hand out, even though I know you're not <laughs> supposed to do that. You just like, especially when it's somebody you're close to, it's like this, it's like a whole new being. You're just like, I'm, it's basically like you trying to hug. I wouldn't recommend people do that, but I've made the mistake of doing it. Nobody's done it to me yet. So strange. Like with Gary's sister being pregnant, I've noticed that she just had her baby shower, and like pretty much every person in the photos had their hand on her belly. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that is not something that I would like. Like if people are coming for my belly, I will smack you. (laughs) Like, do not touch me. So I was like, that's interesting. I wonder if that just naturally happens where people just start touching your stomach without like asking you. I think they do. But the other thing is where I'm at right now, I've told you this. It's like, if you were to see me on the street, you wouldn't know I'm pregnant unless I like really show you. Um, So I think that's part of it because it would just be like touching a bloated person's belly right now, in my opinion, (laughs) which would be like really awkward. (laughs) Um, But I will say people look for it and that is uncomfortable and people want you to show it to them, which is also uncomfortable. So like, oh, I was in the Bay and I saw my aunt and uncle who I hadn't seen in like three months. And I like went inside, I was wearing baggy clothes and we were playing a game and my aunt was like, do you have a belly? And I was like, yeah, I actually do. I can show you pictures. And she's like, no, just stand up and show us. And I was like, no. And then she's like, why just stand up you're right here and I was like I don't want to and she's like well why not and I'm like because it's my body like I just didn't want to fucking get up and have everybody like oh look at your belly because again it's like you have to remind yourself to like let it loose and like you you don't feel great like you do feel kind of like a whale so it's like I don't want to show it off like I'll send you a picture if you want it but like that's that take what you can get right so That's annoying. And then I know, like, so when you see people you haven't seen for a while and they know you're pregnant, the first thing they do is, like, they look at your belly. Like, they don't even, like, they'll be like, hi, at your belly, like, trying to see. And they're trying to be polite. Like, oh, I didn't ask. But, like, they're literally looking one spot. So you're just like, God, I feel like I have to. And then you feel like it's not big enough. You know what I mean? So you're like, oh, no. Like, are they going to be approving the size of my – it's the dumbest thing. Oh my god, I am not looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. It's been interesting. And seriously, the the symptoms this trimester have been so different. Like I don't know if I told better. you bloody nose definitely better, but like different. So like bloody noses bloody are nose. common. Yeah. Bloody noses are what? common. I still had nausea for I still kinda have nausea. Um and then acid reflux, dude. Holy cow. 
if I eat sushi, like coming I'm up your throat. You. <laughs> oh, if God. I eat sushi, I taste it like five times after. It's disgusting. <laughs> yeah, no. So do you avoid it? No. <laughs> or do you forget and then do it again? <laughs> well, it's like one of the things that I crave, and I have to eat. Like I don't even get to eat my favorite roll because it has raw fish. So like, I have to eat the. Do cooked you shit. have like a lot of cravings now? No. No. Mm-mm. Just no sushi. Yeah. It's not even cravings. It's just like that's what sounds good. You know how p- people are like, I need like fucking chocolate milkshake and pickles in it. Like, no. <laughs> I don't know if that happens okay. with everybody, but. I love thinking about that because what, what in your head makes you want to put these very odd things together? Like, why are you putting these items well, that you've never tried in your it's life because before your body together. is craving the nutrients and like it knows. So your body's like, you need ranch with rice. Yeah. <laughs> like that is so weird to There's me. There's something about it that your body needs. That's truly what it is. Hmm. Interesting. Is there anything that you can't stand that you used to like? I still am not a big coffee drinker um, oh. anymore, which is a bummer. That's about I mean, eight. I'm sure you'll get back to it. <laughs> yeah, maybe. And if not, I mean, it's not the worst thing. Um, True. And I can act, I can stomach it now. I just – I don't crave it like I used to. Um, yeah. But, yeah. So, with the pregnancy coming up this year, I just felt like having a New Year's resolution was not <laughs> – even with – I'm honestly, like, my resolution, I think, is, like, taking a step to just, like, fucking relax. Because even with work, like – I just push myself way too hard and put a lot of pressure on myself. And this year I'm like still working very hard, but I'm like at 530, I'm logging off. Like if there's something that came through at 525, normally I would like answer it and stay online. No, I'm like, this can wait. What what about this today has to happen today? And that's my goal this year to just like be present and to give myself some grace because I don't do that normally. And I think I'm going to need it a lot this year (laughs) (laughs) all right so your resolution is you're gonna cook more so that you eat more food (laughs) yes and I actually reflected a lot on 2023 and to be honest I don't ever do new year's resolutions and I don't ever reflect on the previous year I'm like I don't care just go into the next year and I don't really think about it but this year just I don't know. I think it's because it's the last year potentially that it could just be me and Gary Mm -hmm. that I'm starting to wrap my mind around what I actually want out of life, how I want to raise my kids, where I want our relationship to be. Like there's all these things that kind of come into play where you're like – you actually like take a look at your life and you're like, wait, am I ready? Am I Mm -hmm. not ready? What else do I need to do? What do I need to accomplish? So I feel like this is just kind of the year where I'm like, okay, we have to get shit done and like we need to move in the direction to set ourselves up for the future. And so like last year I realized I'm just a very – like I was very angry. It was a very angry year for me. And (laughs) I Yeah. Let's think of one word to describe 2023. Would it be angry for you? Mine would be angry. Like I was a very angry person and it's not something that I necessarily noticed in the moment, Mm -hmm. but 
I was mad over a lot of things and it's just like losing my temper easily. And I think a lot of it stemmed from what I went through with my mom and Mm -hmm. we got bad news again this Christmas. So that just kind of brings up the situation all over again and just reminds me of like where I'm at in life, where everyone else that's in my life is at as well. And like things are only going to get harder and they're only – like we're all only going to get older. So mm-hmm. it's like realizing you can't really stop it. So like going into this year, I've just wanted to put all of that in the past and like not really hold on to the moments that made me so angry mm-hmm. because I was like starting to hold on to grudges and like <laughs> it was getting really dark for me for a little bit at the end of the year yeah. after our proposal and it was rough and like I don't think really anyone knew what I was going through because I wasn't really talking about it with anyone. So I've just decided to kind of like let that all go and get back to like having fun. And so that is like our main focus this year is to just like have fun. I'm not going to be the little prude I was in 2023. I'm going to say yes more to things. And I've already started by not saying no to Gary every time he asks me if I want to go out. Mm -hmm. And even though we had a pretty rough experience at the end of the year, when I did say yes, and I was like, this is the exact reason why I don't say yes. Yeah. You're like, that's, I told you. I'm like, all right, I'm I'm kind of just embracing like being willing to have bad experiences because I feel like 2023, I felt the need to control everything to mm-hmm. avoid any more bad coming into my life and it just made things worse. So this year is about letting go, kind of just getting ready, getting shit done and saying yes. I love that. I like to go through those say yes periods because I think – the times where I was in that mindset where I just didn't say no to things were the best times of my life. We've talked about this, like our yes era. And all it takes is just being like open to trying something. And if you don't like it, then you learn from it. So it's interesting because I don't think I took a lot of time to reflect on 2023. But like, as you're talking about it, I was thinking about my year. And I think for me, my word would be probably just like okay this is gonna sound super cheesy metamorphosis (laughs) explain like the hillary duff album um (laughs) no like i just feel like it was such a big shift for me first of all at the start of the year we had covid and then i decided to get bang so like i'm just saying i started out works Um, I started off with some change. So clearly, like, it was a shift at the beginning of the year. Because anytime a woman gets bangs, like, that's what it is. Um, you know something's going on. Something's happening. And then I feel like most of the year, I mean, we traveled a lot this year. And I was, like, adjusting to be an aunt and stuff. But I think the first half of the year was, like, my old life. And then we obviously got pregnant. And I think when I first got pregnant, I talked about it a little bit. But I went through, like, a pretty dark phase as well because it is kind of a shock when you realize like your whole life is about to change and you're losing a piece of you so that's like pretty scary Mm. but I think that like that was a shift that needed to happen and like I've accepted that and I'm excited about 
who I'm going to become. But it's like now it's about letting go of my expectations. But also I want to be open to, I think people get too structured and like you have to do this by then and you have to, you're not going to be able to travel because you have a newborn and this, this and that. And I don't want to get stuck in that. Like I similarly right. like want to say yes to things. I don't want to let like the fear of something being terrible keep me from doing it. So I think that it's just been a year of change. And this year it's going to be like letting go of expectations and just like letting myself feel and do and be and like let myself make mistakes so I can learn. So dang deep. I know we're growing up. (laughs) Metamorphosis. That was the name of their album, wasn't it? (laughs) I think so. Yeah. It wasn't it like a butterfly for her. Oh, um, hell yeah. So yesterday come clean. Ah. What a good oh album. Oh my god. I have not listened. You know what's funny? I just listened to Ashley Simpson. Yes, dude. I went through her, a random one of her Ashley albums phase, like the last year. <laughs> two weeks ago on the way, like or two weeks ago or three weeks ago on the way, I was like, Ashley Simpson came yes. into my head. And I was like, I'm gonna listen to her album. And like I started listening to it, and it's so weird because I don't really have songs that do this to me now. As a child, I can remember like the exact place I was when I was listening to that song or the exact moment in my life. Like it brings back all the memories from my childhood. And I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, we were in this, like we were at this person's house doing this when we were listening to this song. And that was so fun. And it's just like so strange to me because I'm like, I feel like music doesn't really do that to me anymore. Hmm. But back in the day, like it really, all these memories are like attached to those songs. Yeah, when I think of Ashley Simpson, first of all, I freaking loved Ashley Simpson. I was like Me her number too. one fan and loved her relationship <laughs> with Ryan Cabrera. Um, but because then she had that show, it was Ash, just Ashley, right? Just Ashley, and her song was like, nah, nah, "Oh, I don't." Just Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I was a big Ashley Simpson fan, but you remember that song? L O L O L O L O V. such a banger. <laughs> they don't make them like they used to. <laughs> oh my god. I cannot wait to tell our kids about the things that we used to listen to. Like, I was thinking about it. Do you watch the morning show? Yeah. Okay. So we just got into the morning show. We kind of finished it over the weekend. And I I love Jennifer Aniston. Mm-hmm. Like, she is my person. Like, I've loved her since I was little. And I just started thinking about having kids and I was like, are my kids going to love Jennifer Aniston like the way I love her? Like, is she going to be in movies the way she was in movies for me, you know, and like that mom figure. And I'm just like, this is crazy. Like, I'm going to have to introduce my kids the second they come out of the (laughs) room. See, this is Jennifer Aniston so that they love her just as much as I am. I So my parents were super young and I still have these moments where they're like, like, the one that I can think of off the top of my head is Brooke Shields. I remember, like, my mom talking about Brooke Shields, Brooke Shields, and I'm like, who the fuck is Brooke Shields, you know? <laughs> I don't know who that is. Exactly. And that's the thing. It's like, or, I mean, for example, I know Meg Ryan because my mom watched a lot of, like, older movies with me, but, like, Meg Ryan, she was, like, an icon for their generation, but, like, for us, it's like, the fuck? Like, what is she in? Like, we don't know. But that's the thing. Like, do you think... 
Jennifer Aniston will still do movies, like family movies that our kids will watch. I mean, think about when they would be, be watching that. What, isn't she like 50? Yeah, I don't know. She's got to I think so. I think she's, she's like 50. Be, yeah. She, like I bet you she's even a little bit older. Something. Yeah. Let's see. Jennifer Aniston <laughs> age. 54. So she's – by okay. the time our kids are – so like my kid's born in 2024. So he's going to be – like 10 maybe when he starts like comprehending and like wanting to even watch those movies probably a little bit older she's gonna be almost she's gonna be 65 retiring like dang that's and if she's not and like think if he's like 15 she'll be 70 girlfriend will be 70 yeah that is like the saddest news (laughs) i don't ever (laughs) want her to age Dude, I will say she's literally my favorite kids, person. You start to realize like just how precious life is in the sense that I'm like, oh fuck, like I as much as I think like if I would have planned a pregnancy after going through the first trimester, I probably would have knowing what I know now, I probably would have waited till I was like 33 to start trying for kids so I could travel to Europe and stuff before. Mhm. But I'm glad I didn't cuz that unplannedness helps you like I I don't even like saying shit like this out loud. I want my baby to know my grandparents and I don't yeah. have infinite time with them. I don't have infinite time with anybody. So it's like you right. just start really thinking about the time that you have with people and it becomes so much more valuable when you think about your kids being able to meet them. So yeah, it is true. The older you get and it's so crazy to me cuz like even when we went and visited my mom she was like oh yeah we're leaving the crib up I mean Ava doesn't use it anymore but it's for your babies and I was like whoa whoa mm-hmm. whoa whoa I was like don't you dare say that and then I like think about it and I'm like wait a minute no like yeah. <laughs> I do need to have kids soon like this is the time and it's like I don't ever want a chance because you just assume that people will be around forever right But then, like, obviously, once you get into your 30s, it's, like, more of a realization of, like, no, no Mm -hmm. one's guaranteed tomorrow. And, like, you can't just assume that everyone, even if they're in good health, is going to just be there for you. So it's, like, you might as well just do it, like, and start. And it's so crazy to me that, like, we're in 2024. Like, me and Gary have a plan. The end of 2024, like – that is our time and we're going to start the process. And it's like (laughs) so crazy to me to think that like, holy shit, we're going to be like mom soon in our lives. And what the fuck? Like, where does the life go? Honestly, like this is just, I feel like this time of year, this is why the 30s I think are so impactful because the other thing, me and my brother were just talking about this. 2016 was almost a decade ago. 2015, so 2014 was obviously a decade ago. But like 2016 is that year that still feels close for some reason. You know what I mean? Like it still feels like it wasn't that long ago. It feels like last year. Yeah, that's like the one year that still to me, like 2015, I graduated college, so it does feel kind of a while ago. But 2016 just feels like it was yesterday. And that was eight years ago this year. Think about this. crazy. Next year? Is 2025. We're already almost halfway through this decade, and it feels like we are still stuck in 2019, doesn't it? But yes, time just fucking does. flies, and you start to well, realize how quickly a decade goes, and you're like, oh my god, like I can't just sit around and wait for life to pass me by. 
Right. And I even think about it with 2013. Like Mm -hmm. I still say, well, no, 2012, the year Mm -hmm. I graduated. I'm like, oh, that was 10 years ago. Like, I don't even think about it. I'm like, that that was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, no. And I'm like, oh, shit. What? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. It's but so it- crazy. Like, soon we're going to be past the time of, like, we were alive longer than, like, we were in high school. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whatever. My brother was just like, the too. time. <laughs> yeah. Our, time we've been out of high school, like, longer than we were ever in longer- school. Yeah. Right. That's going to be the shift in my mind that's going to fuck me up. Well, and I think, too, up until – so, like, your whole youth, like, through most of your 20s, I'd say, like, up until 25, everything is still new to some degree. So, like, all of your school years are new. You have summer vacations where you're experiencing new things. You're obviously having your first kiss, your first significant other, all this stuff. And so then you get out of school. You go to college. That's your first time living away. That's your first time – like really figuring out who you are. So then you have those four years. Then you have your first real job. You pay your first real bill. You start purchasing your first real big purchases. So you have all these things that are like monumental and they stick in your brain because they're the first time. (laughs) So they stick in your brain because it's the first time. But then after a while, nothing is really new anymore. I mean, like the childbearing is going to be new and there's certain pieces that are new. But the day-to-day is so, like, ordinary that time just passes so quickly. And so you forget that, like, you're – it. you forget how fast it's moving and that you're just kind of letting it happen because it becomes so normal, you know? But that's why I think it becomes more important as you get older to say yes and seek out new opportunities because it's just so easy to get stuck in this, like, groove where 10 years passes and you're like, where the fuck did time go? Yeah, I know. I feel like everyone keeps telling me too. They're like, just wait till you have kids because it kind of like rejuvenates or starts that process you get to all see over it through their eyes, right? And like they go to school and they're getting a year older, and then you're going through that process with them. And like we were talking about this for Christmas this year, it was just really like sad how you don't have that like magical feeling Mm -hmm. when you wake up Christmas morning anymore Mm -hmm. like it's just gone and yeah we go to visit our families and like they have kids and we get to see it through their eyes but it's just not the same because they're not our kids and we're not doing those like special things for them and I was like this sucks like Mm -hmm. this is probably the worst part about being an adult is the excitement gets taken out of the holidays even New Year's. Mm-hmm. Gary was in – we were both in bed. I was sick. Mm-hmm. But he was asleep by 8.30. Yeah. I watched the ball drop in New York City by myself. Yep. And then I went to sleep. It's not like that magical New Year's kiss. Like, who are you going to kiss? What party are you going tonight? What outfit are you wearing? Like, none of that matters anymore. Like, mm-hmm. you just don't give a fuck. And you're like, okay, whatever. I'm going to bed. I'm tired. Which there's, like, like, comfort in because I like being able to, like, not drop a ton of money on alcohol at a bar that I am going to be at with the person I was going to kiss no matter where we were. But at the same time, I agree. I think, like, when you have kids, you get to, like, relive those moments but also get the comfort of, like, knowing I don't have to impress anybody. But I do think as a society (laughs) we do have to be careful because – same thing with like when I talk about like how I want to still travel with kids even though everybody's like you're never going to be able to do anything. 
I want to continue. Like, I think we get stuck in this trap, like, oh, we don't have to, or like, we can't because of this before we even try. So fine line. Yeah. I think that's what 2024 should be. It should just be the year of just fucking do it. And if it's bad, then whatever. Okay. (laughs) Who fucking cares? Yeah. Wait, what? Because you said it's the year of just fucking do it. Just do it. Nike. Oh. (laughs) I was like, I that went over my head. Anyways, 2024, the year of saying yes. Yes, era round two for you. <laughs> round two, bitches. And Let's for go. me, oh, dude, I can't wait till you guys have kids because then our kids can be besties. But for me, it's the year of letting go of expectations and being present. Yeah. I feel like those are some pretty good goals. We'll <laughs> see you in a week. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk in two weeks when we're over it. <laughs> we're like, so we're back to being tired. Right. Fuck what we said. <laughs> But no, this year, you know what? It's both of our resolutions. We are going to be on top of it again because we love podcasting. I think the end of 2023 was just really, really fucking hard for both of us. And now we're on to a new page and we're saying yes to weekly podcasting again. So um, we are excited because this year your resolution as our listeners is to send in more stories, more questions, and ask for more advice by... DMing us at Girls Gone Tired at both Instagram or TikTok. We're on TikTok now. (laughs) Or if you want it to be anonymous, you can use the link in our bio on our Instagram to send us anonymous messages. But as per usual, (laughs) get some sleep, bitches. I'm not saying peace. (laughs) 